Welcome to the Vital Goddess Podcast, where we explore an empowering and sexy reframe on midlife, menopause, and beyond. I'm your host, Diane Shepard, certified holistic sexuality coach with a specialty in the Taoist jade egg practice and a passion for lifelong vitality. I call midlife and menopause the passion portal, an initiation into the most vital, creative, and sexiest chapter of a woman's life if we choose it. And we have a lot more agency than we've been led to believe. You see, from the Taoist perspective, your sexual energy, also known as your libido, is not just about sex, it's the foundation of everything. Your mental and physical health, your creativity, and so much more. It's your personal holy grail, your personal wellspring of vitality. And midlife is the perfect time to tap into it. I offer a mind, body, spirit, and trauma-informed perspective on Taoist and Tantric practices that support you in reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your inner goddess, and aligning with your true desires so that you can rebirth your life and rock your third chapter like a queen. If you're done feeling like you're being put out to pasture, you are in the right place. I have a hunch that you're just getting started. The best is yet to come. You see, we're in the midst of a renaissance here. A new way of being human on the planet is emerging and reclaiming our sensuality has everything to do with it. I believe that turned on seasoned women will lead the way in creating a new world where everyone gets to thrive. These are no ordinary times and you, my friend, are no ordinary woman. I am so glad you're here. Welcome to the show. Hey there, goddess. Welcome back to the show. I use that word goddess a lot. So if you are brand new to my podcast, welcome goddess. I do use the the language of the sacred feminine a lot. I am unapologetically sacred feminine, bringing the energy back, um, this this kind of vibe of the, the, the goddess, the sacred feminine energy that has been pretty much sledgehammered almost into oblivion. Over the past, what, 5,000 years? I'm all about bringing it back, reviving it, right? Reviving um, the goddess in all of us, right? This this um, powerful energy that we all have access to, every human does, and the female body has really potent access to. So that's really what um, the baseline of my work is all about. And um, it's really, this, this show is designed to really support you in all of that, and it's really best done... Um, If you are engaging in some kind of practice that supports that, some kind of practice that celebrates your sensuality, now I give tons of free resources in my episodes. If you scan through, you'll see meditations, breath work, all kinds of stuff. Um, So you could definitely just pick out a simple, simple practice to start, you know, 15, 10 minutes, some of them are. Or um, on my site, you'll see all kinds of free resources there as well, including a free jade egg, yoni egg course. Um, also, you don't even have to sign up for for the sensual movement, sensual breathwork tutorials I have. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is, if you are you know consciously engaging on a regular basis, really reclaiming your sensuality, what the simplest practice is all it takes, this will be more valuable to you. You'll hear it from your body more. And nothing wrong with our intellect. There's nothing wrong with cognitive learning and 
exchanging information, all of those things are amazing, right? But we really can't get to where I'm talking about going, (laughs) which is full reclamation of our um, amazing female form and the multi-orgasmic power that that lies within all of us unless, unless we attend to the temple of the body. And again, the word temple of the body, right? See, I'm always bringing in that sacred element because I think it's a really important missing link in a lot of the conversations about um, female sexuality and pleasure. You know, I, I'm of the opinion that science is helpful, absolutely. Um, you know, to learn the anatomy and know where everything is and all those things, really helpful. And then, I I don't know, I did an episode on this a while back. I kind of feel we need to step away and maybe get science out of the bedroom or out of, out of our sensual space because it's more of an art, right? This is the art of cultivating our sensuality, the art of healing and reclaiming. And um, a lot of what I teach definitely goes more into the um, the the more the art realm or the 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 realm of poetry, right? And where there are not as many cut and dry solutions, definitely not. There are not prescriptions, no way. <laughs> what I found to be true is that healing in this arena, particularly, is never a straight line, right? It's a spiral, circuitous path. And it has a lot of nuance to it, a lot of layers to it. It's as unique as your fingerprint. So um, cookie cutter kind of science approaches I find to be very restrictive and limiting. Yeah. So yeah, that being said, what I'd like to talk about today is um, how we heal trauma and reclaim our multi-orgasmic superpowers. And I do consider our orgasm to be a superpower. So maybe I'll just start there. Because I think the common definition of orgasm, there's nothing wrong with it. But again, I think this comes from a very um, masculine dominated perspective, right? This overpolarization into the masculine has led us to really kind of mm, judge our orgasmic experience on that model of climax, of building of tension and a release. Nothing wrong with that. Great stress buster. It can be super fun. And yet, unless we have built the resources, right, to really build power in more of what I call the multi-orgasmic realm, right? This comes from the Taoist tradition. We can actually build orgasmic power, right? <laughs> Who would have thunk it? But you absolutely can. That's really what, what we do in my space. Um, you can, over time, build your, like, as you can call it, yin power, your or multi-orgasmic yin power, more of an oceanic, um, never-ending, limitless energy that is available to you when you want to tap into it. And what I find to be true with orgasm in general, many people um, kind of view it as hit or miss, happened or didn't, all this judgment comes in on it. Um, And again, stress release. And also, especially at midlife, it starts to exhaust a lot of people, not just women. I think you know, however you identify, if if you've been operating, no shame in this at all, but if you've been operating in that model, right, which is what we're handed, um, over time, it's about energy. Your chi will get depleted. You see this in a lot of men I know as well. So the um, the, the same principles in a, in a way apply for a man to heal and nourish his libido is really to get into the more embodiment um, practices of breath, you know, breath is really key, which we'll talk about here in this episode. But um, yeah, if we're just 
stuck in that model of of um, you know building, 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 boom, explosion, release without cultivation of energy. It most likely, when you hit midlife, is going to start feeling exhausting. In fact, I think there's a lot of people in their 20s now who are feeling that too. And I attribute that to just the general um, acceleration of stress. Stress hormones wreak havoc on everyone's libido, (laughs) let's face it, and um, our passion, right? So libido, I like to to say in, in the more broad sense of it's our passion for life. It's our zest for life. It's our sexual energy, which is not just about sex. I say this all the time too. I think I have it in the intro even. It's our life force. It's creative life force energy that is by design meant to fuel every part of our lives. And we can absolutely cultivate it. So what blocks us from accessing this natural flow of energy that is, you know, our birthright? Well, we can um, sum it up in a word, uh, definitely stress, right? Stress, but also trauma, you know, and they're they're related. And when I say trauma, this is a very, um, you know, complex, multi-layered topic to talk about, right? And I do consider myself a trauma-informed coach. I'm not a trauma expert. I'm not a trauma therapist or anything like that. However, um, I, I'm of the belief that we all carry trauma, and this could be experiences we've had living in a culture that completely devalues the sacredness of our sensuality, our sexuality, not just for female-bodied folks, for everyone, right? Honestly, it has not been safe to take a deep breath for thousands of years for so many people, you know? So if that is you, if you feel like, wow, what's wrong with me? What am I missing? It's not just you. It's everyone. Everyone has to work on this reclamation because we've been inundated with, um, you know, all of these messages that our sensuality isn't safe, that, you know, our, our, our sex is wrong. There's so many, um, yeah, so many layers to that. And, um, I just want to add, too, that when I say that we all carry trauma, that's absolutely not to ignore the fact that so many of us, so many women have experienced, you know, serious, you know, sexual assault and sexual trauma. And I'm not trying to lump it all in one um, neat little package or anything like that. This is, you know, there's a lot here when we're talking about the word trauma, you know, many different levels and different levels of awareness of what we're carrying, right? So um, I just want to be really clear on that. But what I found to be true is that ultimately, the same arts, if you will, the healing arts, um, can really serve all of us in the long run. You know, there's different starting points on the journey. But in the long run, um, what I'm going to share with you here, I think would be really applicable no matter what your experience has been. So going from that perspective that we all carry trauma, and this is really what blocks our our breathing, but it also blocks our pleasure, blocks our multi-orgasmic power. How do we begin to release and integrate these experiences that get stored in the body? They get stored in the body because whatever, um, whether it was an insult, a comment, whatever it was, or actually an assault, right? We don't get to process it fully as a somatic being. Like animals know how to do this. They they have all kinds of just natural mammal skills, especially to to release any kind of life-threatening thing. And we have that natural ability as well, but we shut it down and um, we go numb a lot of the time and it just gets stored in the body. We don't get that 
completion of of the the experience, the trauma, so we can you know come back to homeostasis. And um, not to go off on a sidebar, but something that I am certified in, something called trauma release exercises, is all about that. It's reclaiming um, one of the skills our body naturally has to shake off an incident, right? It literally is a tremor or a shake that we can induce in the body that it sounds weird, but it's non-voluntary, but it um, can help us, you know, begin over time to release trauma. And it's been very effective in all kinds of trauma, PTSD, um, and long-held trauma patterns that people have had. So that's something I'm certified in. That's something that, you know, we explore in my container, Second Spring Queen. I have a free workshop. If you're in that space, um, you can access that. Or you can always, you know, book a private session with me if you're in that space. I really kind of keep it in that container there. So it's just more, you know, within the context of this work. But um, yeah, so anyway, it, our bodies store these experiences and they can present as um, physical pain, like a physical pain. And underneath that is usually some kind of emotional, energetic root to that stuck energy. So the stuck energy and with that stuck energy is usually an emotion, some kind of emotional content that wants to be felt so that the experience can be released, integrated, or I like to say alchemized again, one of my favorite words. So I just want to go into again, how I address this in my work. If you have had acute trauma and you know you have, sometimes we don't even know, we can um, have that memory really suppressed. But if you do know, I think it's really great to actually, before going into something like my work, be really great to meet with a trauma specialist. Um, a therapist would be a great first start because it's really good to have that space to let your mind kind of get wrapped around the fact, yes, this happened. And, you know, to be witnessed in that can be so, so valuable. So I would recommend that. Also, um, some somatic therapies that can be very helpful. Clients of mine have had great success with things like EMDR. I'll make sure that I link some resources in the show notes for you. EMDR and another one that's amazing from what I understand. I haven't experienced this one firsthand, but somatic experiencing. So I'll make sure I link. And again, these are programs that were created by... Um, therapists who are trauma experts and they are body-based. So that being said, I just want to go into a little bit of how we work with it in my container. Sorry about that clicking noise. I have my notes on my phone and it went to my passcode, which is so annoying. <laughs> so it's a clicking. I'm not texting, if in case you heard that in the background. So yes. So how I work with this um, has a lot to do with pleasure, <laughs> but how do we get to pleasure, right? We have to have really tried and true body-based methods to help us start to release these experiences, to get some movement, to liberate the energy, to liberate the emotion. And basically, it comes down to some pillars here. So the first thing I want to talk about is movement. And if you follow me for a while, you've heard me say that, it's, um, you know, I teach a very movement-centric approach to the jade egg, to the yoni egg, to even the yoni wand practice. I'm a for former Pilates teacher, so I love precise movement, and I'm a big believer in the fact that movement heals. I call it a fact, but yeah, I really, my experience has been that movement heals. When we can move a part of the body, it gets to release in a way that it needs to release. And um, yeah, so that's a big part of what we do in my container. And one of the most powerful practices 
in terms of movement is sensual movement. And it's a really simple uh, movement technique that I've developed called sacred sensual movement. Again, bringing in that goddess because I think it's a really important part of the healing is to see our bodies as sacred. It's a huge rec- reclamation there, right? Not just a machine. We are sacred, right? And so anyway, sacred sensual movement is a super, super simple movement technique to start to liberate any stored trauma you may have in the pelvic region. Other parts of the body too, it's very effective to release from the breast and the heart as well, but the pelvis, pelvic floor, the yoni, this can be wonderful. And again, uh, free resource on my site if you just want to check out um, just the basic moves of the pelvis and starting to incorporate them in your daily uh, routine can be wonderful for um, getting this energy moving, right? So movement's a big part of what I teach. We also bring that same concept into, again, the jade egg practice. And in my container, Second Spring Queen, we go into um, the movements of the yoni of the vagina. And little known fact that your vagina can be as dexterous as your hand. So just move your hand. I know I've said this before if you've followed me for a while. But yeah, your yoni, your vagina is designed to move. Her movements are beautiful. They're subtle. They're dexterous. They're delicious. And when we start to move the vagina, we start to move the stuck energy that is there. So I teach my own method of the jade egg practice that I call the Shakti Core method. And there you'll learn the five key moves of vaginal mastery. There are more moves for sure when you start to get these key moves. They're kind of like learning the scales when you're learning to play a musical instrument, right? Learning to play your instrument. And then once you start to play with these moves, you start to, again, liberate this energy so it can start to move out of your system and um, integrate, right? The second pillar I want to talk about is breath. This is such a big part of the work that I do, and I like to call this sensual breath work. The type of breath work that I work with in my container is parasympathetic dominant, and what that means, that sounds kind of... um, kind of complex, doesn't it? It really, what it is, is really reclaiming our natural ability to come into nose breathing. We're breathing in through the nose and sometimes exhaling through the mouth to really release and then sometimes in and out of the nose. But the main thing to get is to open the pathways to start to receive the breath in through the nose. This is so important because if you are um, habitually breathing in and out of, in, in through your mouth especially, you are activating what's called your sympathetic nervous system constantly. So you're putting yourself into fight or flight and you are, you know, contributing to, you know, keeping that the trauma body alive. And so when you start to, you know, switch the breath into, again, breathing in through the nose, and this is a lifestyle thing we do on the mat practice, but when you start to just retrain yourself to breathe in through the nose, amazing things can happen in terms of learning how to start to um, make yourself more what's called parasympathetic dominant, really coming into that flow state where all the healing can happen. And we work with this in a very circular rhythm. um, And it's a continuous, like a wave. I like to call it the tidal rhythm of the breath. The, The rhythmic piece is important, in my opinion, because rhythm heals as well. And for many of us, we've become very arrhythmic in our breath, in our lives, actually, right? And you can see this in um, just, you know, chronic stress, but also in um, sleep disturbances, you know, just being cut off from pleasure in general, not being able to feel our bodies. This is all connected, 
you know, to how we breathe and how um, arrhythmic our breath can get, right? And um, an on-the-mat practice of a rhythmic breath, and I'll make sure I, I link um, the Shakti Reset Breath is great for this. Um, it can be really great to, you know, just do that on the mat. And then just naturally throughout your day, you know, you'll start to reclaim a more rhythmic pattern of your breath without overthinking it, without forcing it or anything like that. So, um, yes, yeah, sensual breath work is, is um, another really, really powerful way to start to release any trauma from your system. And this could be, you know, ancestral trauma, past life trauma. I think I forgot to mention that in the beginning. But absolutely. Um, yeah. <laughs> in fact, we open this space when we go into um, our live temple sessions. I, I like to open the space by, you know, inviting in any supportive energy and asking any ancestral energy that's not supportive to leave immediately or turn to love, right? Because setting that strong container when we go into, you know, reclaiming the feminine is super important because, you know, there's been a lot that has gone on with all of our ancestors and some of that energy can um, be not very supportive, let's say. We'll leave it at that. But um, yeah. So again, breath and rhythm, really important. And the third thing I want to talk about, the third pillar, if you will, is sound. And this is something we use a lot in my container. We focus in, in a more structured way on the Taoist healing sounds, which is this incredible healing tool to... Um, activate these very specific vibrations that connect with specific parts of the yoni. This is part of the Taoist system of, of sexual reflexology. So just as we have reflexology zones on our hands and our feet, we also have them in our vagina. And in the male body, it would be on the penis. And there are different zones. And in the vagina, we'll talk about that here now, <laughs> because we're not talking about the male body right now. But we have different zones, and um, when we work with something like the jade egg, with these healing sounds, these different zones are connected to um, different flavors of emotion that tend to get stored in the body. Like, for example, if we're working with what zone two is the G, formerly known as the G-spot, G I like to call it the goddess zone. So the G-spot, this area on the anterior wall of a woman's vagina, a couple of inches in for most of us. And this is the area that is connected to the liver and where we tend to store a lot of anger and rage. Our healing sound for this is shh, this SH sound. So I just wanted to pick that one out in particular because anger is um, an emotion that many women are very familiar with, especially if you're navigating menopause. Oh my gosh. Um, yeah. So that sound is a vibration and it can really be amazing for um, act like clearing, right? Purging, clearing any stuck anger, or rage in that part of the yoni that's blocking your bliss, blocking the multi-orgasmic power of your G zone, if you will, right? And this is the seat of female ejaculation. Um, in tantra, we call that amrita and the sacred waters of of the feminine orgasm. So deeper than a clitoral orgasm incredible experience that deserves its own podcast episode coming soon, I promise. But um, yeah, just to give you an idea of the sound can be amazing. This is something that we explore in our live temple sessions. When I guide women through guided jade egg practices, we always go into the Taoist healing sounds and go through them one by one because sometimes we don't even know that we're storing these energies, you know, of anger, rage, grief, um, 
lots of different th- fear, you know, and um, scarcity. We have sounds to work with all of those in this system can be so powerful. And we also, I also really encourage women to just really follow your impulses, your instincts on coming into any organic sound that wants to happen, whether you're in sensual movement, sensual breath work, or actually doing a jade egg, yoni egg practice, self-pleasure practice, always follow your impulse to sound. Your yoni and your throat chakra have a strong connection. And if you're getting that impulse, that means something's ready to release. And it can be raw. It can be primal as fuck (laughs) sometimes and go for it like let it rip and um you know it's great to create some sound privacy for yourself if you're concerned about that or even like sound into a pillow say if your walls are thin and you have neighbors and you don't want to um have them uh get concerned about you (laughs) but sounding is wow it's something i had a lot of resistance around in the beginning and it was it's been so liberating for generations of trauma that have been stored in in my body my yoni my throat chakra, really powerful stuff. So yeah, th- those are the big things for, I, I call it the trifecta really of, of moving trauma out of our bodies, especially our sexual organs is movement, you know, breath, incorporating that rhythm and sound. And I also want to add like how we build power here, right? Once we get the energy moving, we want to bring in pleasure. So I always encourage and cheer on my clients to, you know, really end the practice in pleasure. Really go for your pleasure. Find out what feels good and follow that thread. I feel like any purging practice really needs to um, be capped with pleasure because that's how we really start to build power, you know. This is one of the most powerful holistic tonics. I always say it's the ultimate holistic tonic is our pleasure, sensual pleasure, and what that does is really strengthen, again, our parasympathetic response where we can start to become more um, in that flow state where we can access the rejuvenation that happens there, where we can respond to life rather than react, where we can consciously, mindfully start to come out of places of activation, have the agency to do that, right? Until we have enough pleasure running in, my, in, in our systems, this is my perspective. Until we have enough pleasure, until we, until we really know pleasure, remember pleasure, it's going to be really hard to have the agency to say, okay, that, that was activating. Uh-huh. I'm choosing to go into my flow state so I can respond. And that might mean getting some space from a situation. But over time, you can build muscle. This is building muscle memory. And you can get stronger and stronger there. It's building power. And um, that's super important too, because that's how we really can start to access the deeper realms of our multi-orgasmic superpowers. And what I mean by that, again, is moving away from just the, you know, stress relief climax, which may be even sporadic for you, right? Maybe not even happening for you, but into a place of, with pleasure, starting to cultivate um a steady access, a sustainable access, if you will, to the deeper oceanic realms of yin power, pleasure, multi-orgasmic pleasure, your life force, your creative life force that is your birthright. It is there. We are all multi-orgasmic. 
It's just that we have some stuff in the way, most of us, right? And it's not like one day we just wake up and it's all gone. I'm not really a believer at all in like catharsis and things like that. And that can be good once in a while, I should say. You know, I've had great experience like that, but I'm interested in sustainable access to your power, not just this amazing um, experience that you've had and then you're kind of blowing your circuits and you don't know how to integrate that into your life. I'm much more interested in slow and steady winning the race of building power step-by-step, stroke-by-stroke, if you will, (laughs) Um, so that you can rock your life like the queen that you are. All right, I think I'm going to cap it there. That was a lot. And um, yeah, so definitely, if you haven't already, I know some of you have, which I love. I love meeting women all over the globe. It's been so cool meeting some of you in the Pleasure Queen activation session. It's a free call that um, is a prerequisite to joining my online program, Second Spring Queen, which is amazing. And if you have any interest in my work, you definitely owe it to yourself to check that out because it is very unique. There's nothing else like that, like this out there in the world, as far as I know. I really wanted to create something that I was craving when I was going through, you know, menopause at 40, going through a complete uh, rupture in my life. And I, I was really searching a lot. And this is a curation of, gosh, over 15 years of my own journey and my own work. Really proud of it. And um, it's really here, designed to support you long freaking term, because that's what it takes. You know, this kind of transformation that I'm interested in holding space for doesn't happen in a six to eight week course. So I wanted to create a deeper container for women who are ready to go there. If that's calling you, yeah, we need to talk. (laughs) All right, my love, you take care. I'll catch you next time. Thanks so much for tuning in. And if you're resonating with what I'm sharing here on the show, and perhaps you're curious, you want to know more, you want to go deeper, I've created a free masterclass for you to explore. It's called the Vital Goddess Masterclass. And in that masterclass, we go deeper into the concepts that I cover here in the podcast, basically all about reclaiming your pleasure, unleashing your unique expression of the sacred feminine, and rebirthing your life at midlife with the Taoist Jade Egg Practice. It's pretty robust. You want to carve out some time to really take in the information, but you can find um, a link to that in the show notes. It's totally free, and I would love it if you check that out. There's a lot there, and I think you'll get a lot of value out of it. It's packed with value. Very robust. And if you have a woman or women in your life that you feel would benefit from what I'm sharing here on the show, please share the love, pass it along. I would so appreciate that as well. I just really feel the world's going to be a better place the more that um, that we connect as turned on women. And if you happen to be listening to this on the Apple Podcast app, it's never been easier to leave a review. And I would so appreciate it if you did that. And um, it's really easy to scroll down. You'll see a little place where you can just type in a review. It used to be more complicated, but on the app, they've made it super easy. And that is a way for women to find this podcast, Women Who Need It The Most. So if you have the time, it would only take about 60 seconds now with this new 
situation, you could just scroll down and leave a review. Be so deeply appreciated. All right. Bye for now. It's been such a pleasure to have you here. I will catch you next time. Take care.